Hey guys, welcome to Parenting Autism, episode 64. Hello. Hey, there's Sandy. I'm Chris Coulter, your host, <laughs> and that is my wife, Sandy. Hey, uh, people should check out our website, uh, parentingautismshow.com. You know why? I, I do know why. Because why? there are lots of good things on there. First of all, we have all of our podcast episodes, yep. and we have a lot of tools and resources, including a new one I know we're going to talk about today, right? Yeah, there's like lots of printable things that are that help people on their journey. And if they want to reach out to us directly, what's our email address? Oh, you're trying to test my knowledge here. Yes. It is parentingautism at att.net. Ding, 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 ding. Thank Good you. Job. Good job. Hey, today we're going to be talking about some cool stuff, including the air show that we just went to. Yeah, that's the cool stuff. And then on a little of a, that's the lighter side. And then I would say the heavier side of this conversation is going to be about listening to our gut instincts. And we've mm-hmm. had that in a couple of occasions lately Mm -hmm. and so we're going to talk about that but let's start with the fun stuff yeah like uh, i have a new resource on our website let's talk about that do it okay it's called the feelings thermometer this is a great resource i came across and basically what it is is it's a thermometer and as it goes up, the feelings get more intense. So, like it starts out at the bottom on the cold setting is happy. And it tells you, you know, how you feel when you're happy and what to do to keep feeling happy. And then next level up is like a Links. little worried. Yeah. Right? I can't. I'm, I honestly don't remember the sequence. I don't have it in front of me. But what you're saying is right. And I didn't even realize you had this resource, but you printed it out and in our school room, we'll mm-hmm. call it, um, you have a huge magnetic chalkboard out there now. And I saw that you put that on there and it came really handy for me the other day when Bryce was having a tantrum and he was really upset. And mm-hmm. so I took him over to the thermometer mm-hmm. and I asked him to tell me how he was feeling. Yeah, And so he took his time and he was reading all of them. I mean, we're in a place now where Bryce can read, which is helpful. Mm-hmm. I know everybody isn't there yet, but Bryce could read it and he was reading what each of the feelings were. And it does give like three other words or definitions to describe that feeling. And then it says what you can do to make you feel better. Mm-hmm. So after he read them all, he ended up saying that he was sad and he didn't choose frustrated. He didn't choose angry. He just mm-hmm. was sad. And so it said on there, like you could, one of the things it said on there is you could call someone that, or you could do something that would make you happy, or you could call a friend or family member. So I said, well, do you want to call Mama? Would that, you know, make you happy again? And we ended up not calling anybody, but what I found was taking him over to that got his mind thinking on a different track Mm -hmm. and just changing up his brainwaves took him out of that funk and out of that tantrum. So, okay. 
good to where you could talk about it. Yeah. Good, good, good. So, yeah, that's a new resource on our website. Just go to our website and click on resources and you'll find it there. You can download it, print it, and I laminate it. If you have a laminator, (laughs) I'd laminate it. Well, I thank you for that because, you know, I don't take the time to do the research like you do. And so it's great that you come up with these tools to help because it really was helpful. I mean, I'm a testimonial. Yeah. And I live here in the house where you provided it. (laughs) All right. But let's go to the fun of the air show. And I think when we're done here, um, we do have Bryce in the house today. We'll bring him in here and maybe ask him, you know, something about the air something show. about the air show. But it was a really wonderful experience, a fun family experience, and yes, it, it exceeded my expectations. It exceeded everybody's expectations, including the uh, friends that were with us. Yeah, and. Uh, We didn't know what to expect because we'd never been to an air show with Bryce before, and we didn't know how he would handle the planes flying because they are loud. So Right. So we knew to take his headphones, and you'd already ask him if he would like earplugs or the Mm -hmm. headphones, and he wanted the headphones because they cover his ears. So we were geared for all of that, and really he only wore them toward the very end when the Blue Angels came and some of the louder planes that were flying lower Mm -hmm. but other than that he handled it all so well but he was just so engaged with they had a lot of pilots there in uniform um and they had naval and air force represented uh and army actually so i think a lot of army and air force and then some of the naval as well so it was it was really cool yeah so what i did before we went uh-oh, here he comes. Here comes Bryce. <laughs> it could be a flyby. Um, no pun intended. Yes, there was a uh, pun intended. So we did some prep. I went to the air show website to find out what aircraft would be on the ground there. So they gave me a list of what to expect. And, of course, with an air show, everything's iffy. You know, you don't know exactly what's going to be there. But I know. That was my only concern because with Bryce, once you commit – Right. He's expecting it. So I I found pictures of all the planes that they said that would be on the ground mm-hmm. and then I put the name with the plane picture and I I did a little book for him, you yeah, know, it was great. with those uh, what do you call those uh, it was a binder, and it was like page protectors. Page protectors. Mm-hmm. You slide the paper down into it. Yep. So there was uh, planes and helicopters, and so he got to look at that, and he was very excited. He's like, print more, print more. I'm like, well, I don't know how many more are going to be at the air show, but he really was glad to have that, and he liked having the names of each plane. Well, he did, and it was super sweet because then we went over – um, it was a couple hours from where we live, so we stayed in a hotel. And the night before, he, after we got there he, in the hotel, he was reading it out loud to me and telling mm-hmm. me what the names of all of them were. I mean, he was just so excited. And then when he got there, he recognized him, and I say, "What's that?" And he's calling out the name. It like yeah. I didn't know what a C seventeen or a. I don't know. He knew the Black Hawk. He knew all these different ones, you know, but it was mm-hmm. really, really kudos to you. Really great. Kudos to you for doing all that prep work, because the more preparation we can do for Bryce, the better he does in situations. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I think that really helped tremendously. Yeah. I remember when we got there, he's like, 
we parked in the parking lot. He's like, how far away is it? I said, it's just over there. Well, how long do we have to walk? You know, and I said, I don't know, five or ten minutes. But the, you know, the aircraft on the airfield outweighed any walking for him. You huh. know what I'm saying? Like, as soon he as he saw the first plane, yeah, it was all systems go and good. no looking back. And we were there for seven hours. Were we? Yes. <laughs> so it was a long, full day. In fact, because we had the Florida resident ticket we also had free admission to go back the next day yeah and so we had made that plan just in case honestly we thought we were going to be there a couple hours that's what go the back, plan take was. a break maybe go back at night that's um yeah. but it was a full day and thankfully we had cloud coverage in the morning but we had sun in the afternoon so we got a little fried and then we went back to the hotel and got to relax and then we went back sunday morning and there were a lot of the planes that were gone and of course the crowd was much lighter mm-hmm. but bryce got to go back and there was just a couple more things that he wanted to do and a couple more questions he wanted to ask and then he was content yeah it was great yep he went back to the c-17 pilot and he's like hey buddy you're back (laughs) (laughs) yeah and they gave him a patch you know as a special keepsake it was really really an awesome experience it really was yeah it really was i and i saw that you were putting on our calendar all these air shows that are now coming out but as no (laughs) no i'm I'm just (laughs) but i said i I understood it was such a great experience of course it's going to be hot in the summer but i think if we did that one once a year and put that mm-hmm. on the calendar. I am a hundred percent hip, and we should book our hotel now. I know yeah. I keep saying it. Honestly, we need to do that because yeah. the hotels are all booked up. But it was cool. It was a really great experience, and you know, I, I recommend it. Yeah, you know, yeah. but I do recommend obviously preparing. Yeah, knowing your child and um, helping each child prepare. is different. Every child is different, but for us, handle. it was really an awesome yeah. experience. We find that a lot of times that whatever the event in is overrides whatever sensory problem he has you know mm-hmm. like the monster trucks or whatever he'll he'll get he'll, past he'll some of those more, he, that's it he, he will tolerate more if it's worth it for him so but you know like i was saying every child is different and we toward the end of day one we came across that poor little boy who oh was my gosh must have been around 10 years old yeah. and he was crying the they were doing it i think it was the blue angels were flying and the the noise was just so overwhelming for him and he didn't have any hearing protection and i had an extra pack of earplugs in my backpack and I just handed him to dad, you know, because the well, child. He we was could just, see he was traumatized. Yeah. And he was saying, I mean, he was sobbing and he was saying, please, please take, let me go, let me go. This is hurting me so yeah. bad. It's hurting me. It's hurting me. I mean, yeah, yeah it was really sad. So I don't, and good for you for spotting that. Because honestly, when you said, I, I need to go give these earplugs to him, I I didn't see the yeah. little boy. So I thought you meant Bryce, which didn't make sense to me. I'm looking at Bryce and he's got his headphones. I'm like, why does yeah. he need earplugs? And then I saw you walk over and my heart like instantly broke. Oh, mine And too. then as we, we were on our way to our Car, truck because yeah. I thought, well, let's beat the crowd and you can still see the angels and mm-hmm. we've taken our pictures. And, um, and then I did see that little boy and his dad leaving like with a golf cart escort yeah um, that they were taking as we were walking away. out the the gate yeah. uh, I, I did feel really really bad about that but uh, on a happier uh, yeah. note bryce took his camera that he got for christmas mm-hmm. and he was like 
working like a boss, man. He really understands the settings so much more just from the one lesson we gave him at the last Mm -hmm. animal zoo thing we did. So it made for a lot of fun, and he was so cute because, you know, he was taking pictures of planes as they were taking off, and mm-hmm. then he'd wait, and he'd snap, and he'd be like, I got it, yeah. you know? And then we got home, and we got to see this stuff on the computer, and he nailed some good he pictures. He did a really great job. So, yeah. And he was so excited to be taking pictures. Oh, so yeah. It was a win-win-win. Yeah, so we were proud of our little protege photographer. Yeah, so... Uh, we've had some people reach out since our last episode. We have. Um, I mean, I know that we had, it was Tamika that yep. has sent us some, uh, actually, I think we got that like yesterday, which was nice. And then we've mm-hmm. had some other people that have continued to reach out to us about different things and giving us updates. And, yep. um, you know, I love that. I love that it's a continuous conversation. Yeah. And, you know, they come back like giving me up. Like I had one mama come back and her son started school, mm-hmm. um, like in school. And this was the first time and he has to ride a bus. And but he had a good first day overall. Mm. You know, and I was so glad she like reached out and let me know because, yeah. you know, she had asked out reached out before wanting to know if we had any tips so i love it when people reach out and let us know and i've had really positive feedback on the fruits of the spirit that i've mentioned the last few episodes and been able to share some tools and i i am going to put some on the website um so that people can start printing that out but that's going really well with the puppets and i just love that i'm not the only parent out there that's been wondering how they can teach their child about god and about jesus and yeah so shout out to tamika her family lives in mississippi mississippi and uh so shout out to all the people in mississippi that listen to us and um so um she was saying how our podcast has helped her in her journey and she's on episode nine i think so not sure when she'll get to this episode but uh but, yeah, you got to start at the beginning, and, and we're glad it's helping her and, and others, too. I, I have found that um, several of the listeners who have reached out have started at the beginning and kind of following our journey in sequence, which mm-hmm. is cool. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, and when we we're talking about the Bible, I just was going to share this. So we were over at my parents' on Sunday, and my dad said that he had heard a statistic that Billy Graham had shared that most children – or most people, I should say. Oh, here comes Bryce. So hold on. Excuse me, Daddy. I yeah, won the game. You won the game. Great job with that. <laughs> so sweet. And there he goes. <laughs> um, so anyway, so Billy Graham was saying that most people who come to know the Lord as their Savior, it's between ages seven or eight and nine, I think he said. So... You know, Bryce is seven and a half, and we've had this discussion. Like, I don't even know how much Bryce understands yet, but we're mm-hmm. trying to find ways to teach him. But my dad, um, you know, it's the the preacher in him. He's an ordained minister. And so he said, Bryce, come here. I want you to read some stuff for me. So he had all these Bible verses, and it was kind of like the plan of salvation verses. And it's King James Version. And for those who aren't familiar with that, it's a lot of big words that Bryce has never heard in his life, like verily and these and thous and things like that. So Bryce is stumbling through it. And I have to say, I was recording this because to me, it's a special keepsake of a Mm. moment with Bryce and his papa. And um, he 
had his attention for about 10 minutes. He did. He did and good. he read through a lot of the verses with him. And then when he got all done, and dad even said, so what are you saved from? And Bryce says, something. We're like, okay. <laughs> so dad goes, keep reading. So they keep going through and then they get done and Bryce is getting squirmy now. And so I said, do you have any questions for Papa? And he paused and he says, so the C-17, and he goes off about the whole air, air show thing, and my dad just threw his hands up, and we all just started laughing. And he's like, well, we just have to keep planting the seeds. And I'm like, that's it, Dad. Yeah. We just plant them, and we water it them. Goes in. And, you know, it, yeah. it, we just do what we can do. It's so anyway, so for all of you Christian parents out there who, you know, have those same concerns and struggles that I have, I know you can appreciate that story. and. <laughs> Yeah. And then Bryce starts rolling on the floor, and I was like, okay, yeah, we're, this gone. is it. He's gone. Yeah. But it was really good, and I was really pleased that he stayed engaged as long as he did. Yeah. Um, another little funny thing before I go into the serious topic. Um, the other day. <laughs> we have to end on a funny note. Well, so. we're going to bring Bryce in. Oh, okay, right. Yeah, so He's it'll be funny. a light note with yeah. him. Okay. Um, but anyway, so you had come in. From working outside in the yard, and your shoes were really dirty, and so and I had just cleaned the floor like with the mop, <laughs> of course. And so you said, oh, "Mommy's gonna kill me." <laughs> and, and Bryce looked up and he paused and he said, "It's not nice to kill." <laughs> <laughs> and then we, you had to explain, "Mommy's not gonna really kill me. Right. She's just gonna be upset, you know." But anyway, Why is mommy gonna kill you? Yeah. Then oh, the questions started oh, coming. Oh. It's not nice. Whoopsie. No, she's not gonna really kill me. So anyway, right. it was just funny. That, that I jotted funny. that down because that's our it was that's our household. And that's yes. what's what happens around here. But um, going to the topic of listening to your instincts, I I've had a couple of. Uh, situations lately and one we're still processing through Um, but the first one that I really want to talk about is that we had to make a change recently um, with therapy and it's cute because after we made the change Bryce said he changed users so Mm -hmm. um, but in all seriousness it was a difficult decision to make and this I just want to explain you know, how we work in these situations and with Bryce, because I know it can be hard as a parent that we send our children to therapies and we are trusting the therapists that are assigned to work with our children. Um, But I also believe sometimes change is good. And then I also think it's great that Bryce gets a variety of teachers and therapists. Hi, Bryce. With different styles of teaching. it shows a slingshot. <laughs> it's a wooden slingshot right now. Oh, okay. Thank okay. you. For everyone there, that's a wooden slingshot right now. So um, so this was his speech therapist. It was just one of his speech therapists. And something happened about four months ago in December. And I honestly don't know what the details were because I don't – I pick them up – more often now but do you know what all, happened all in i remember was that particular day bryce was overstimulated going into therapy and he had his ot therapist first that day which she said that did she say he was off or did he i honestly I don't can't remember. remember what she said um i think she did say that that he was off and then he had uh, his speech therapist and 
He really does not like writing, and he had a complete meltdown when she wanted him to write. And we don't know exactly what happened, but that particular day stuck in his head. And usually when that happens, it's something that Bryce is pressured into doing that he is really adverse to that he he vocalizes or does something to protest and he is kind of pushed through to do it anyway and that's our prior experiences is like that and it really affects him long term and he doesn't forget he doesn't forget and so ever since that one day four months ago or whatever he has just said, I don't want to go. I don't want to write. I, I don't want to. And you don't want to have a kiddo that doesn't, I don't want to say enjoy therapy, but you don't want to have one that doesn't want to go, you know. And this just kept going on and on. We tried different things. We brought in his ABA tech to observe one day. And everything went relatively smoothly. The speech therapist said, well, he's a boy. He doesn't like writing. Uh, he's just trying to get out of it. So we did. We tried several workarounds with incentives and things like that. And it just didn't seem like we were making any headway with it. Okay. So I think where it come came up on my radar was because... I was beginning to hear him say at nighttime, Mm -hmm. I don't want to go to therapy. I'm going to run away. I I mean, you know, he clearly didn't want to go. Let me just really quick. And we tried, you know, writing on the whiteboard. We tried tried different utensils as well, right? Instead of pencils, because Mm -hmm. the pencil is the the trigger, right? And we, we tried everything. Seriously. Yeah. And and you gave some feedback and said, you know, he doesn't really like writing for me for daddy's school either, but I will take turns or I will write out the sentence and then he can follow and write the sentence after me. I mean, Mm -hmm. you've managed to find ways that he will write for you and he's fully capable of writing and his writing is decent. Right. So he's come a long way on that. So it's not like we're even trying to correct his writing or to improve upon it as much. I think the goal of the writing in this case with the therapy was to help him improve his communications with sentences mm-hmm. and language. Sentence structure. So I get that. Yeah. And sentence punctuation. structure. So, I mean, because he can get other stuff from you at school, like mm-hmm. punctuation. But when he goes to therapy, I don't want him to feel like that's something that he dreads. So when I'm hearing him repeatedly say there's a problem, then I'm like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. You know, because normally you were getting the back, the resistance, I should say, when it was time to take him. And mm-hmm. I don't know that if it was all the time, but I knew you were trying different it things. It was a lot of the time. And when I was yeah. picking him up, you know, she'd be like, he did okay. Mm-hmm. You know, we tried this. We tried that. I'm like, okay. And he never said anything. Like it was not, he. he's not the type that will like get in the car and voice a complaint right. he doesn't he just files it away and then when it's time to go back he puts in his heels and he doesn't want to go and we spoke to the other therapists and they're like well, well that's what we, I we really don't have a problem with him he's <laughs> he seems to do fine with us you know he doesn't well write with a pencil with them of 
course all the time, but he, he does use the whiteboard. And- uh, well, this is where I kind of stepped in because when we were coming to the decision, uh, it happened to be that the other language speech therapist came out, which is great because he has two there. Mm-hmm. And so I just said, how, how does Bryce do with you with writing? I mean, does he resist? And she goes, I don't make him write. So mm-hmm. right then I'm like, well, and I said to her, wow, you're the good cop. Okay, <laughs> so you don't make him right. No wonder he doesn't have an issue with you. Yeah. And I know that they do have him do some grip and some writing in OT, and he has not complained about that. So when the other therapist came out, it was great because I had them both together. Mm-hmm. So I was able to say, okay, I just talked to this one, and she said she doesn't make him right, but I know that you have him right, and he – He's not a fan of the writing. And then she's like, well, I told Mr. Coulter, you know, don't let him get out of this. You know, uh, he he's just trying. He's very smart and he's just trying to manipulate and get out of it. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought today we were going to have war again, but he actually did really well for me. Mm-hmm. Well, when I heard the war, word war, right. I thought no one should be thinking they're at war. Right. So that tells me this has gone way too far and it's becoming difficult for her. Yes. You know, I, like she was dreading it. And she said every time you would text her something, it would be like, oh, what is it going to be now? And mm-hmm. I get it. You know, it yeah. was like getting frustrating for her. Bryce could probably feel the frustration. Mm-hmm. It wasn't going so well. And unbeknownst to her, he did so well that day because he knew that we were going to make a change. Well, we had already told him. I had told him, no, this is the first day that he did so well. It was on Monday. I told oh, him okay. he could have a car wash. Oh, the car. That's the Monday when you talked that's to him. That's correct. Because okay, that I needed to wash. find out what was going on. So yeah. I said, if you do your writing and you do well with her today, we can go for a car wash. Because I was going back to our old bag of tricks with mm-hmm. green choices and motivation when right. he would have struggles. And it worked like a charm because she said, well, he did great today. And okay. I'm, in my head, I'm thinking, yeah, I bet he did <laughs> because yeah. I know where we're going after. But I didn't reveal that to her then. But I did tell her that Bryce didn't want to come to therapy. You know, we had to work on getting him to go that day and that he's got something that he's having a hard time moving past. And I said, and I don't know what happened. It may not even be personal. It's it's in his mind. And then I explained what happened in church where something happened and it took one year, an entire year for us to get him back into the classroom mm-hmm. where he originally was that something happened mm-hmm. that at that time he couldn't even tell us about. Well, he, so let's just, he just mean, holds that kind of right. stuff. And so, the, the church thing, there was a substitute and the, right. it was a man yep. and he didn't know Bryce's uh, whatever you want to call them, his sensory issues. And he didn't, he just didn't know Bryce. So he just did the normal routine and Bryce did not like or want to be in the loud environment that he took him to. Right. And he kind of made him stay he in made him sin- so, I mean, Bryce gave us yeah. two clues. It so, was squirts and squares. And so we figured out he made him sit on the square rug and he most likely was squirting soap on his hand because he was obsessed with it at that time and probably got told stop washing your hands and go sit on the square oh okay that's what i really think happened with my point being to them it took him a year to move past that and we had to call it a different we couldn't even call it the same room we had to call it the clubhouse instead of chapel right i mean he doesn't let things go and so when i explain that 
you know, she's like, I, I don't know what happened. I said, I, you know, I'm sure it's something that wasn't obvious. This right. is what Bryce does, but we've got to try to figure this out. So then I came home and I talked to, we had ABA the next day, um, our meeting mm-hmm. with the BCBA. And so I talked to her about it and I said, I don't know. I, I just think maybe we should probably make a Maybe we should make a change, or should I go observe? And then I thought, no, I don't want to go observe. Well, you texted me, and you said, I'm going to go observe on Wednesday. I thought about it. I and I, when you sent me that text, I'm like, no, my my gut is telling me that we just need to make a change. Yeah. And I texted you back. I said, you know what? I think we just need to text um, the, the owner, owner there. and mm-hmm. tell her you know, what's going on and that we've worked on it that we'd like somebody yep. else. So, so I, I 100% agreed. I said, let's just do it. I said, I'll be, I'll take the fall because I was picking them up that day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you already called and made the arrangements, but I was the one that got to deliver the news. But you know what? She handled it okay. And he did know that we were going to make a change that day because mm-hmm. you had told him, right. if you go today, it'll, be, you your do really, it'll be your last day. With her. With yeah. her, you know. And so when she came out, she was so happy. And she was like, he did amazing today. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay, well, that's because we told him yeah. that you were going to make and a change. And she's a great person. She is. She's and that's it. And she loves him. She and loves he does him. love her. She loves kids. It's just that one day He's that just was the got, hiccup. He and, thinks she makes him work too hard. Right. And whatever that is, it's his interpretation. Right. But he loves her. Right. And I even say, it's, you know, I won't say her name on here. But I'm like, is so-and-so, you know, is she so nice? And he's like, yes. Yeah. And if he didn't think so, he would tell me right. or he wouldn't answer. I mean, yeah. he really does love her, but she did something that he just doesn't want. But that could change yeah. in time and it could go back. But right. we've made the change. And last we're a couple week, of weeks into it now. And he is thrilled. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he's been getting no a whole mention, new approach. No oh, no. mention of writing or not wanting to go at all. And so. then when he saw her, he did say to her, he told her. <laughs> he did. He said, I changed users. <laughs> he said, Miss So and So, I changed users. <laughs> and she's like, You didn't tell him to say that. I'm like, No, he came up with that on his own. <laughs> So I mean, it's a it's a good happy ending, and to me, it's all about how you handle it, Mm -hmm. you know, and explaining it. But you can't ignore those things, and it it wasn't Bryce just trying to get out of it. I mean, he when he said he didn't want to go there anymore at all. I knew there was something more serious because he loves going there. He's the mayor. He mm-hmm. knows everybody. When his BCBA went, she said he took such pride in introducing her to everybody. Mm-hmm. He has friends there that he talks about that he wants to see every week. Yeah. So it was something really major that would make him not want to go there anymore. Right, right. And so the takeaway from this is you have to pick up on the vibes yes you know and if they're not verbal you know there's behaviors so fortunately bryce was verbalizing that he didn't want to go and we couldn't exactly get out of him the reason why but it's more than just hard work we had enough of the details to put the puzzle together that we needed to make a change yes observing his behaviors Mm -hmm. um you know knowing that he wasn't trying to play us yeah you know, we sometimes might get played, but no, you just really know. And, and that's yeah. it. Just kind of you have to be in tune. But again, the message, don't ignore your instincts. Right. Listen to your gut. You know, I go back to when he first left public school to do daddy's school. Yeah. You know, we knew that the fire alarms 
were upsetting him and that we couldn't get a heads up on when they were going to occur. But we thought that he enjoyed going there. Because he seemed to. He seemed to. I mean, to. he really we, did. We he took was like him every morning, happy to put on dropped that. He never off, complained, Never ever. complained. But the first day or two of daddy school, he's like, school was dangerous. Yeah. He told me it was, was dangerous. I'm yeah. like, oh, my goodness. Hey, bud. Watch. <laughs> okay. What is that? Oh, a slingshot. Hey, Bryce, we're going to come get you in a few minutes so you yep, can talk on the podcast, okay? we're going to get you in okay? a few minutes. Okay. <laughs> He's so cute. Oh, you should see Bryce now. He's lost that top front tooth yeah, and he's missing and a bottom top. one yep. too so he's yep. got like a couple big holes in his mouth that's but cute. super cute did we talk about the tooth coming out last time i don't know uh we might talk about the bottom one because i think he pulled it by himself but this yeah. one was during the air show i mean it was dangling again <laughs> it goes to a point of no return i'm like babe look i gave him a financial incentive we to did. get it out yeah, it was we just take dangling. full credit there is no tooth fairy here <laughs> If so we, he pulled it out. He was a good boy about he it. He did. He handled yeah. it. Yeah. He handled it really well. He's like, there's well. a little blood. And we're like, that means it's coming out. It's so, okay. Yeah. 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 So that's good. And, um, you know, the other thing I'm just kind of in prayer about and listening to my gut on is our decision with Cub Scouts and what we're going to do for mm-hmm. next year. And I really want to do probably an entire podcast. It's kind of center around our Cub Scout experience for yeah. the first year. Um, I'm also working on a blog post that I'm going to be putting up on the website uh, this week. That's, you know, this is the month of April. So there's the autism awareness and acceptance. Mm-hmm. And I put together a blog post talking about the scout law and you know it's it builds so much character and i love that but it also how it can help others understand autism you know through those laws and so i'm going to be posting that i want to talk about it in more depth um and there may be other families that are considering you know how can you know is it a good idea and again every child's different and on this podcast we only speak to Bryce because that's what we mm-hmm. know. We're not experts by any shakes. But I do know that our goal with him was, because we've talked about it, you know, what was our goal for this was the social aspect, which I don't feel like we hit it out of the park in that department. But I do feel like there was a lot of positive things on that. So we'll be talking about that. But it kind of goes hand in hand with if you're, you know, feeling something isn't right just don't ignore it and talk mm-hmm. it out talk it out with your spouse because i feel like a lot of that i kind of kept in because you were you you know this was really extra important to you mm-hmm. to do the scouts and i get that and i want to be very supportive but you know i have my thoughts and opinions too so it's important as husband and wife because that's what this podcast is about i see you nodding over there but it is important that we both are able to communicate about these yeah. things and have because we are going to have different sub opinions right. we're not always going to end up on the same side of the coin on yeah. every situation so i think we'll cover the scouts maybe next episode i think that would be great yeah, yeah. good good so um don't forget about the feelings thermometer on our website it's a really handy tool and you'll probably find some other nuggets on there too yep. um anything else it's really what I had down. I wanted to get on here tonight. Um, 
in the middle of the week, which we don't normally do, but we had been gone over the weekend, and yep. I've had all this on my mind. The and only I time thought, we get to do a podcast is when we get a cancellation. That's the truth, and that's because my Bible study got canceled because of COVID situation. So we're here. I'm like, hey, can we do it tonight? Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. So we. All right. Well, we're squeezing life in. We are, um, but life is good. Yep. It is. In fact, I did take a couple of days off from work, and it didn't turn out the way that I thought it would yesterday, <laughs> being my day off. It ended up doing a lot of errands, but I did take time to create a schedule, and I, it was good therapy for me. Like I really wrote out, what do I do with my time? And it is, to me, that's an important tool, just we follow the Dave Ramsey plan, and he says every dollar should be accounted for. Mm-hmm. Well, how valuable is our time? Mm-hmm. I think every minute should be accounted for in some way, shape, or form. Even if you have, this is my blanket of time that I can do something for me, but I, you know, I do have so much going on. And if I don't carve it out, maybe that's a little bit of the OCD in me, but if I don't have a planner and know, where I'm going to carve out time to be a wife, to mm-hmm. be mom. I mean, I'm talking about quality time with Bryce. Yeah. Not just in passing and giving him a kiss, but when do I sit and say, hey, Bryce, do you want to play a board game with me? Mm-hmm. You know, that's going to be at 8 o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. I, I need to have a time throughout the week. And if I miss a day, okay, but I don't really want to miss a day with him. Mm-hmm. You know, life is precious. And we have this boy, and God's given him to us, and – you know, he survived a stroke. He survived so much. I shouldn't, there should not be one day that I ever take for granted mm-hmm. that I am too busy to sit and engage. I mean, like truly engage with him mm-hmm. for at least 15, if not 30 minutes. Yeah. Oh, speaking of engaging. All right, I'll get off my soapbox. But that's important <laughs> to me. Today, he had his first real snow cone. Oh, so, yeah. Uh, yeah. He, he and I'm posting more on Instagram and uh, Facebook and Twitter. So if you guys are users of any of those things, you'll see more posts coming. Um, but he's he got pink lemonade and I got cherry, <laughs> and he he says this is I didn't even prompt him. I didn't even ask him if it was better than ice cream. He's like. This is better than ice cream. I'm like, wow. And then. Well, that's great because it's not dairy. And then later he's like, next time I'm going to try a different flavor. Because they had all the flavors and I read all the flavors yep. to him. He's like, I said, what flavor are you going to try next time? He says, I'm going to try grape. I said, good for you. That's going to be a good one. I might have that one too. I and love so it. It was good. What and do it, you call it? You, a, a snowball? Yeah. And I call it a snow cone. So it must yeah. be like if you live in Indiana or Maryland. <laughs> Probably, yeah. So uh, listen, if you haven't been to our YouTube channel to see that puppet video, it just does not get old. <laughs> I mean, if you need a laugh, go check that puppet video out on parenting autism on uh, YouTube. It is it's just hilarious. It is a funny one. I, if we, I, we if enjoy I ever get sad, we- I will watch that video. <laughs> We do enjoy our weekly puppets, and Bryce loves it. And even la- right now, we're working on Joy, and we taught him the song Joy, Joy, Joy he down loves in my the heart. Song, yeah. Last night, we were singing it in bed. It's like he's just really taking to all mm-hmm. of that. So it's good yeah. stuff. Let me go get him. All righty. Okay. Hi, Bryce. This is Paratrain Autism. 
Yes, yeah, it is. is. Good job. Very good. So, Bryce, tell us about the air show. I saw a C-17 cargo plane. Wow. What did you like about that C-17 cargo? I took a picture of it taking off. You did. You got a great picture of it taking off. What do you like about that plane? I got I got the Raptor plane, too. You did. You took a picture of the Raptor, the F-22 Raptor. So tell me about the C-17. Give me some details. There's four jets. Mm-hmm. And what else? And the main door. Main door. Mm-hmm. Or cargo ramp or flat. It does have a cargo ramp, doesn't it? What yeah. do they use the cargo ramp for? Do you remember what he told you? Why they do cargo drops? Because until they, when there's no place to land. That's mm-hmm. right. And who did you talk to? The pilot. That was so exciting. Do you remember what part of the plane we went up inside? Near the wheel? Do you remember that? We went up inside where the landing gear is and you took a picture? The boom room. Yes. Oh, that was a different plane, but yeah. Okay. Because we couldn't go in the C-17. Right, but we went up inside the landing gear place and he took a picture up there oh i did not know that yeah we did so many things Stanley <laughs> Bryce. but we went in the boom room on the other plane that was my favorite yeah yeah what else did you like about the air show i saw a black hawk oh, black yeah. hawk helicopter mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you sat in the pilot seat didn't you and the chinook the chinook what's special about the chinook helicopter there's two main rotors. Two main rotors. <laughs> That's right. You're so smart. Did you really like that air show? Yeah. Yeah. It was fun. That sure was. I took a picture of the blue propeller plane taking off. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. You did. You took a lot of pictures. You're really good. And you saw the Blue Angels, too. Yeah. Which, which plane do you want to fly when you're older? Do you know? Yeah. Uh, the F-22 Raptor. Okay. And why do you want to fly that one? Because until I go upside down. <laughs> oh, yeah. That looked like fun, didn't it? Oh, you can yeah. watch me go upside down. I will. Yeah, I'll watch will. you from the ground. I'll watch you go upside down. Is there anything else you want to tell everybody? So, I just... We saw the Huey helicopter. Yeah, Huey. Huey. Mm-hmm. I'm going to knock this down. No, you no. don't want to knock that down. What's this? Okay, let's stay focused. All right. Are we about Anything done? else you want to say? Yes. Okay. What? So, what we did at the air show, we took a picture of the white fighter jets. Wow. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's right. We did do a lot at that air show. We did. We could do a whole other podcast. <laughs> With Bryce, (laughs) right? With Bryce. All right, buddy, let's wrap up. What do you want to tell him as we we check out for tonight? Bye, people. And say, have a great week. Have a great week. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Uh, See you later. We'll see you later. Oh, wait, do you want to sing our Joy, Joy, Joy song? Yes. Okay. We got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart. Where? Down in my heart. Where? 
down, down in my heart. Joy, 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 down in my heart. Where? Down in my heart to stay. That's perfect. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you again soon, and have a great week. See ya. Bye. Bye, people.